Shares of Apple Lovin' are up more than 15% since its debut, but it's been a wild ride up and down. The latest up after earnings that showed revenue surging from the prior year. We have the founder and CEO at Apple Lovin', ticker APP, joining us. Adam Ferrugi is with us here this morning. Adam, thanks for joining us here on the TD Ameritrade Network. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. So I want you to first just explain to our viewers what you do for those who watch our afternoon show. We've talked about your stock a few times since you've been public. And from what I understand, you are giving very useful tools and analytics for companies to build apps, right? We're talking mobile app development. Yeah, we started 10 years ago and saw a problem in that there were a lot of apps and the developers had a challenge getting their app discovered. And so we built a platform to help the app developer market and monetize their apps. In the first half of this year alone, we helped app developers drive over almost 2 billion app installs to new customers. And so the platform's all built around marketing your app that you built. Okay, so that's important. It's marketing an app that you've built. It's not necessarily software or tools for someone to program their own app and create it. This is already a game or a service or any kind of application that they've already made. Yeah, it's analytics, it's marketing, it's monetization. It's a full stack solution after you built it to help grow it. And how do you do that? Where does your specific value prop that other companies or advertising businesses can't get? How come if I build an app with my buddies and we're a business and we've got clients, how come we don't just hire a marketing agency? Why do we need tech and app loving to do it? The mobile app ecosystem is pretty developer centric, so it never became an agency driven marketing problem. There are multiple marketing solutions, but ours is quite large. And the developers come to us to get a full suite of products. So it's not just the marketing, they've got to get the analytics to understand how the marketing dollars go. They've got to be able to monetize the user after they get the user to download their app and, and understand what the user's doing in their app for months and years to come. And so they get a full stack solution out of our software. And then the scale is just quite large. You saw in the first, in the quarter we just reported, over 250% growth in the software part of our business. And that's really us getting paid for helping drive these transactions to these mobile app developers. Last quarter that you reported your second as a public company, market seemed to love it. You put the bottom in the stock and uh, it's been rallying now. Your share is basically nonstop since the report. One of the things I noticed is that uh, the EPS on the bottom line swung positive to four cents. Your sales beat by 20 million coming in at 669, well really about 30 million versus 640 that was estimated and the revenue doubled. Is that revenue doubling out because the number of apps out there doubled and scale went up or is it that they're discovering app loving and that they need the product here it's actually accelerating because uh, the whole system came together uh, around three years ago we decided to get into gaming to get data into our platform to better understand our user and one year ago we rolled out some powerful machine learning to use our own data um, across the 200 million users a month playing our own games to help power really the, the platform to be better at driving advertisers value. And since then we've seen every quarter sequentially grow faster. The, this whole system's come together really in that last year. And you saw this quarter 
acceleration. It was over 60% quarter over quarter growth, over 250% net dollar retention from advertisers that used our platform a year ago to this quarter. And so you're just seeing the whole system work really well. More advertisers getting value out of our platform. And as it all comes together, we're really excited about the growth prospects of this business going forward. One of the things that I read from a few analysts is that some of the privacy changes in Apple's uh, uh, App Store is going to create more demand for app owners to know what's happening in their own uh, program. Have you seen or can you walk me through uh, your thoughts on whether or not that's going to create an uptick in demand from already what you're seeing, some of these specific rules from Apple's privacy requirements? Yeah, really, really any privacy change that we've seen over the years has to do with third parties sharing data to, fir to, to a first party and, and that first party using that data for some reason, marketing purposes usually. And in our case, the powerful data in our system is from our own app. So we are a very large app developer. We've got the two parts to our business and a good amount of our revenue comes from our own games. Now, the nice thing about that is that we did that because we saw the power of that first party data and wanted to get as much of it as we could to power our own algorithms. And so where we sit today, we want to understand our own user. We want to, to, to give the user a value add, this great content to play for free. In exchange, we get data that can give us and our ad algorithms that data to give them more relevant content recommendations on the other side. And that's how the whole system comes together. So we've seen a benefit there and we're seeing even more demand for our software after these changes. Uh, that's an important point, Adam, that uh, in addition to the, ad, the marketing, the advertising tools, the data analytics you're providing for other apps, that as you mentioned, you're making apps on your own. Uh, how does that revenue breakdown look in the future to you? What's going to be the main driving force? Because I imagine that's a pretty different way it flows uh, you know, uh, financially to the bottom line. Creating an app, getting people to use it, a game, getting people to use it versus a software as a service basically how does that revenue breakdown look uh, going forward yeah so so today the revenue split is about 80 percent on the game side and 20 percent on the software side mm. now the software business is much faster growing and much higher margin right and the way we run our games the games were built really to get us data to power the software so we're unique in the sense that we have to make money to power our games and, and really be able to, to, to cover the cost of developing them. But we don't actually have to make much money on the games because we can monetize the data on the software side. And that's exactly what we've been doing. So as hmm. that software business scales, it's exceptionally high margin. Those are net revenue reported dollars and you don't see really any costs associated with that incremental dollar. Whereas on the content side, there's a lot of cost. You have to pay a lot of money to develop great content, and then you have to pay to, to accumulate new users, just like any, any advertiser and creator of content has to do. So what, the way we look at it is that our margin and our ability to generate incremental cash flow comes from the software, and that software business has a lot more growth opportunity in the long term because it's starting, frankly, from a smaller place. So this is interesting, Adam, uh, because uh, I think just because I'm not an app developer, maybe I'm missing a piece here, but you're saying that the games that you make are a way to understand the data and the things that are happening within these games from which you build that service that then you sell for someone else's game for them to analyze it, if, if that's what I'm understanding. Because it sounds like in some ways, 
companies, the building of games within AppLove is almost like a, a CapEx or a, an R&D type of investment to some extent. Is that a fair characterization? Yeah, totally. So a really simple example to help under, make it clear is, let, let's say someone plays one of our games, Project Makeover. And this is a fashion match three game. Yeah. And they go in that game, engage with the game, and they play the game an hour a day and they spend $50 a month on that game. Well, that user's probably also into fashion, e-commerce, and a whole bunch of other things that frankly, I wouldn't be able to figure out, but our machine learning and software could. And then we see that same customer somewhere else playing another game or even within Project Makeover. When they go and watch an advertisement, they'll see a commercial through our platform, let's say a video advertisement, and the system can show them now recommendations of content that are really relevant to them based on that engagement data in our own game. Mm. And that's powerful because that data then is monetized by our software platform. We're able to then drive a transaction for an advertiser. And because that transaction is higher value, it's more relevant, the customer gets better content, the advertiser gets a better user, and we get paid more. And that's why the software business is growing so quickly. And Adam, as you have more customers and you are linked to other uh, third-party games and apps, will you get more information from those that then will uh, decrease your reliance on your own app creation? Is there a point in the future where uh, this is purely a software and a, a, a service business? So we actually think that first party data is incredibly valuable, especially in the, the privacy centric world that okay. we're going into as we go forward. So we do like having that content. We do like scaling the content. Now we have 200 million users playing our games every single month now. We have a, around 40 million wow. daily active users engaging with our games. We've got some of the biggest games in the world today. So we have a lot of data as it is and that incremental user won't be as valuable as it was for us to build up that data set and all that content that people love playing today over the last three years. Okay, very interesting. Adam, fascinating stuff and looking forward to watching uh, the business play out here. Appreciate you joining us and hope you'll be back. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Adam Farugi is a founder and CEO at AppLove and APP is the ticker.